You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions presents the DFS Lineup Lock Hour, sponsored by DailyRoto.com. All right, we got a lot of stuff to get to in the next hour. We've got a special guest uh, joining us at uh, 6.30 Eastern, Dan Daly. VegasInsider.com. Dan Daly will join us. We'll talk some golf. Uh, This will uh, help you uh, for betting and DFS uh, purposes. But speaking of golf, uh, Tony, did you see uh, Tony uh, Tony Finau uh, get the hole-in-one and then run and celebrate and turn his ankle? No, I didn't see the, uh, but I don't have Tony Finau on any team, so um, uh, that's not a bad move. If if you do, if, you do, be if careful. you're listening right now, yes, I'd, I'd really monitor this. Like I said, it looked bad. Adrenaline, like after he was standing there and he had sort of a fake smile on his face, but, <laughs> you know, adrenaline's one thing, man. The, the ankle can start hurting this evening, and now he's got to walk the course four days in a row. And you said it. It looked like he popped it back in the way it happened, but it still didn't look too natural. Like, it looks like he's got – it is going to be a I've seen injury. the same thing happen to Steph Curry and him. He's yeah. out for a while. Like, it, it was pretty bad, Tony. Like, if, of all things – like, he started running, and yeah. we were like, what the hell is he doing? Like, why is he running? He got a hole in one, but it's only a par three contest here. Like, who cares? It could be a lot like uh, our man, uh, Mr. Johnson, right, before he was about ready for the U.S. Open and fell down the stairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that uh, was the Masters. Yeah, well, the Masters. Yes, it was. Same place. I'm, I'm with Two you, though. Two years in a row. So. I believe it was sexual positioning with Paulina. I don't believe stairs had anything to do with yeah, it. Yeah, Therese Owens says that uh, – and Therese Owens – little out there sometimes, but it's been, you know, pretty accurate. They haven't been yep. sued too many times. So. <laughs> too many times. <laughs> haven't been sued too many times. No, that's you know, true. But, uh, yeah, TerezeOwens.com was, like, adamant and said, no, no, no. Dustin, like, uh, yeah. he didn't fall down the steps no. that he had sex with Paulina and he hey. pulled his back, but hey. he didn't want to tell people that that's what happened. Hey, Paulina, I just read the Kama Sutra. It's party time. If I was married to Paulina, I probably would have pulled yeah, something. Away I, I have a feeling you got some some upset ligaments too, buddy. Yeah, but I why miss, would you? Pull I miss something? a lot of tea, tea time. You sure would. What? I got a tea off at seven oh five. Screw that. I'm begging yeah. you, baby. I'd say your father has money anyway. Yeah, exactly. Talk to the great one. <laughs> well, let her pull it. That goes better. <laughs> Tony. So NBA basketball. Hey. Dallas Mavericks. Great, great, uh, great board tonight, Tony. Huh? No, God. not really. No, we no, made no, money no. last night, people, in the NBA. I don't know how, but we did it, and we're going to try to do it again. Actually, you have a lot of good value picks. Let's just get the NBA out of the way. Let's talk golf today. It's the day before the Masters, as opposed to I'd rather spend the hour talking about golf than the Dallas Mavericks and Orlando Magic DFS <laughs> options. Was you, want you, just give them a lineup? you want me to just give the people a lineup and get it over with? Yeah, bring, bring sure, it Tony. Because we got some cheap, we got some cheap guys that we. Uh, uh, that's that's the problem now. Now is this whole situation here. Here's the lineup that I'm going to use tonight in the NBA, and it's littered with guys like you'll be going, "What the hell?" Get Ben Simmons back out there uh, tonight in that game. A point guard, Ben McLemore in the game. He'll be my shooting guard, Jonathan Motley at small forward, Anthony Molly Davis Crew. power forward, Max Kleber. At the center, Rajon Rondo, Covington, who came off a huge game when they got nobody yeah, in the good front call. court, and J.J. Barrera. Uh, so you two cheap guys, then Motley and Kleber and Ben McLemore. Didn't Motley go to Baylor? He was a big, wasn't he that big dude at Baylor game? He was, yeah. Motley. Um, 
We've got some of the same players here, Tony. I'm going with uh, Tyler Dorsey, uh, $3,600. Ben McLemore, $3,300. Dylan Brooks, $4,600. Yes, I know I've got two Memphis Grizzly players, but they're so damn cheap, and there's no one playing. I mean, I think we can get nice production combined between the two of them. LaMarcus Aldridge, Andre Drummond, DeMar DeRozan, Caldwell Pope, and Reggie Jackson. You go, you go, you go, you go as Lamarcus Aldridge more than I go with Dwayne Dedman. Yeah, Dwayne, Dwayne Dedman, he's your go-to guy. Yeah, he was great yeah. last night with Dedman. Scratch. Uh, well, what's there not to like about Aldridge tonight, Tony? I mean, he's coming off. Uh, he's pretty consistent, dude. No, you know, that's four, the problem. Actually, 50, that's the problem. And he's going to light the Lakers up tonight. They've got no answer for Aldridge. Aldridge's going to get to fifty-five plus tonight. That's the problem when you play in tournaments. Aldridge is net not a good play because you just nailed it. He's too consistent. So he's ninety three hundred. He's gonna get forty five. There's nothing wrong with that. But you I know, know what? I know. I, I need know a couple guys mean. to get me sixty. Yeah. What do you guys think about Andre Drummond at ten thousand three hundred? Love him. Yeah, Fifty seven. Last day. Drummond tonight with Griffin out. He's gonna go off. That's why I like the little stack here tonight with yeah. Reggie Reggie Jackson and Andre Drummond. Reggie Jackson feeding Drummond inside. Yeah. Man, picking and rolls. I like dunks, both good calls of them. I chose to go with Simmons instead, but it came down to Simmons or Drummond. So, yeah. What about your boy Amir Johnson there, uh, Tony? I I had some other cheap guys in there, or uh, Amir. I didn't get in there. All right. So uh, looking at the the lines tonight, it's a tough tough night for betting purposes, man. Dallas and Orlando. I don't want any part of it. Philadelphia, Detroit. I don't know. Philadelphia have been killing it, Tony. But Detroit have won five in a row. Detroit's good at home. Don't you think? If I had to bet it, I'd take the Pistons. I would too. I, I lean Pistons in that game, but it's tough. three and a half at home. Beat a Philly team. Philly played the night before. I, I, the only game I would bet tonight, and I, I went over two. I would take Atlanta getting eight at home. Yeah, getting eight and a half. Yeah, kind of, we're taking it. Look, Miami. Yeah. We talked about it earlier with Mark Lawrence. I don't know if you heard it, Tony, but yeah, Mark brought it up. That look, Miami celebrated last night. They won. They they clinched a playoff spot. Takes a little pressure off. They're playing the same team right now. Hawks getting eight and a half, nine on their home court, I think is worth a look, too. How about a team that's won an NBA title before celebrating making the playoffs? I know. <laughs> what the hell? I mean, what is wrong with people? That's, a great, that's a great point. Gabe and I were talking about when, when, the, when the Jays made the playoffs. These guys, they didn't just party one time. Tony. Three they days. did for like a three-day weekend. <laughs> they lost home field because they're out partying. Toronto Raptors are laying seven tonight <laughs> against the points. Boston Celtics, but oh, they probably cover. They should, but I don't know, man. Like, that's tough. What Wait, do you think, Tony? I want a money line uh, parlay, though, but there's not even really anything like there's no real lock to lock it in with. I mean, the Pelicans are minus 1,400. Can't use that. Yeah, Rosier should be back tonight, so I think uh, they have a chance to keep it close, and the Celtics have been, uh, they keep overcoming. Uh, but, Jesus, but that game last night again, man, and they Cleveland owned them again, and uh, I, I wouldn't give seven and a half. I'd take the seven and a half. Seven, 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 seven. I got seven and a half. I think here. Yeah, you got a good, interesting book. A couple of, uh, different. No, I got are you seven. getting three and a half with the Pistons too? It's two and a half on our book. I like your book, Tony. It increases yeah, the and dogs. Oh, we're getting yeah. we got two and a half. Tony's my got better bookie. numbers than Eric Cohen. Yeah, he sure does. He's got great, my bookie, Tony's uh, got great numbers. My bookie uh, dot ag. Nice. Bookie, I like my bookie dot ag. They're nice. It's a, it's a good, good dogs. Book. Good book. Good for pooches. Uh, Grizzlies and Pelicans. It's a lot of freaking points. Man. Sure is. You know, Grizzlies are. What, who are they putting out there? Tonight? And then you got the Spurs tonight. Mark Lawrence brought it up. Listen, the Lakers are pretty beat up right now. They're banged up. Ingram's uh, Ingram's being shut down essentially. 
He's got a concussion. He's out tonight. Lonzo Ball soft. He's not playing. Yeah. Um, San Antonio played pretty well last night, and then it just totally yeah. fell apart in the last three, four minutes of the game. Yep. Same city, same hotel, same arena, though, right? It's not really a true back-to-back road game. But they're not a young team. It's an ugly game. I, yeah, yeah, but you don't want to take the Lakers at plus six either, right? And here's the problem is you never know if they'll sit somebody out in this game. Like, it wouldn't shock you at 20 minutes before the game and Marcus Aldridge is not playing. This is an ugly NBA yeah, no. board, man. It's ugly all over the board. It gets, it's, it's tough in every sport tonight. Baseball, we got a light night tonight. So uh, we got Chicago White Sox and the Toronto Blue Jays. Fulmer versus Sanchez. Sanchez minus 225, over under 9.5. King Felix at San Francisco against Johnny Cueto. Giants minus 135, 7.5. Carlos Martinez and Chassin. Cards and Brewers. Cards minus 120. Road favorites, total 9. I uh, told you guys last night, great DFS Good. pick, Cole Hamels. Yeah, oh, no, actually, the and bat, the bat. Granderson, and... Granderson was cheap who did things. A yeah. lot of guys you talked about. Great stuff. Well, we had to nail some good guys last yeah, night. Yeah, Cesar Hernandez sucked, though. Yeah, it uh, happens. Doug Fister, plus 150 uh, tonight in Oakland, minus 170. I like the I like the Rockies tonight with Johnny Gray on the hill. I love them. You know, last night, though, was an easy pitching matchup. I mean, Garrett Richardson, Garrett Richardson had 27 points, and uh, Clayton Kershaw had 18. Yeah, Kershaw. Yep. Kershaw. Kershaw's been overhyped. I tell you, I like. Um, I don't like play the juice. Good call with you with Texas last night. Morency as a baby pooch, but uh, Manaya and Oakland. Uh, I got sixty-five cents. I think Oakland. Uh, they get the Fister tonight. I actually think the Oakland A's are going to kill these guys. I might even lay Manaya's one and a half. Manaya's had a good spring. Manaya and uh, he wasn't too bad in the first game. What do you think of the baseball board, Tony? And do you have a baseball lineup for us? Yeah. So baseball tonight. Um, I'll tell you what, it's a tough night for pitching. I love the Toronto bats. Get as many in your lineup as, as possible tonight. Uh, I got John Gray and Carlos Martinez. I think Sanchez is a guy that you could play, pitch tonight, too. He just doesn't get enough strikeouts, but if you need the money, Sanchez will get enough against this White Sox team. I got Russell Martin at catcher, Justin Smoke at first base, Devin Travis at second base, Josh Donaldson at third base, Paul DeJong. <laughs> I like the Cardinals uh, bats, too. Paul DeJong at shortstop, Curtis Grandison in the outfield, Marcel Zuna and Tommy Pham. Only Blue Jays, only Cardinals in my offense. Wow. Oh, yeah, I got uh, Sanchez as my pitcher with Sean Manaya going for Oakland. Jonathan Lucroy, Joey Gallo, hopefully he hits a dinger. DJ LeMayhew. I'm with you, Tony. Josh Donaldson, Paul DeYoung, Charlie Blackman, Lorenzo Kane, and Chris Davis. That's my baseball lineup tonight. All right, let's talk some you golf. you your Jays tonight, man. They're going to they're gonna put up eight. You're saying I got to put some more guys in there, right, Tony? Just not, Get some not Donaldson. Jays out there. <laughs> Donaldson just keeps raking. These He's guys, raking. They keep blowing those whistles, <laughs> <laughs> pissing them off. All right, uh, so let's jump into the golf. So yeah, as we stated, Dan Daly's going to join us at uh, 6:30. He's uh, he's a great golf uh, handicapper. So let's jump in right now and talk some DFS golf. Let's start off with you, Cam Stewart. Well, there's a lot of t- things. Uh, we're trying to get all these guys in the lineup, Marenzi. It's really, really tough. But this is uh, the lineup. I'm putting four lineups together. But this is the, the lineup that I'm going with right now. I like uh, Rory McIlroy at 9900 bucks. Uh, Paul Casey, a guy that you like to win the tournament, 8800 bucks. He's been very good at Augusta, consistent. Taking a shot with our boy Hideki. I think Tony likes him too, 8400 bucks. Now this is where we get creative. I'm going with Matt Kuchar. A top 10 machine. I can see him there at Augusta again. Maybe top six play. 7,600 bucks. Ian Poulter riding the momentum of getting into Augusta. Very dangerous player when he's on. $7,600. And my big pooch, 
Rafa Cabrera Bale. He's 115 to one on DraftKings, $7,300. That is my team, friends. You know what's cra- crazy about that is that I got um, a lot of the same guys in multiple lineups. I'm going to give you guys a lineup uh, that I'm playing in a $100 single entry tournament. And uh, we're trying to take this thing home. We're trying to get it done here. And uh, I got Paul Casey, 8,800. Bubba Watson, 8,700. Sergio Garcia, 8,600. Hideki Matsui, 80. Uh, Matsui. Hideki Matsuyama, 8,400. <laughs> uh, Adam Scott, 8,000. And then, of course, the final golfer, Xander Shoffley. Shoffley's the only guy that I might take out. It's his first time playing at the Masters. There's not a lot of great first-time success there. I could see myself going to Daniel Berger or Adam Hadwin and taking Shoffley at the last moment. I, uh, but I have, I love I have a lot, lot of the guys there. But that's the I'm putting that in a hundred dollar tournament. Tony Hadwin's 175 to one, and actually Gabe and I were talking about it. He's a good like maybe top 25 bet at crazy plus money in this tournament. He's not going to be afraid. Remember his wife was pregnant the last yep. time he played at Augusta. He had a lot on his mind, and it's a crazy pick. Like just to sprinkle it around. I, I really like where oh. going. And as for Xander Shifley, he's one of the best young players on tour. You know that he was the PGA Tour Rookie of the Year. He's kind of got that steely resolve. He's kind of a quiet guy, but gets things done. I think he'll actually do well for his first time there. Well, you just uh, you uncovered something, or your story's wrong. It's one or the other. So, are you sure Adam Hadwin's wife was pregnant? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't it? No, no, he got married. He, he got, got married. Yeah, they were supposed to get married. Sorry, some, okay, yeah, I'm getting mixed uh, up. So I, so I thought, see, I thought it was a rush wedding now. I wanted to make it juicier. Oh, you wanted uh, to make um, it juicier. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened was... Oh, there's a baby uh, in the oven. Yeah, so what happened was they scheduled the wedding... On the Masters weekend, because right. there's no way Adam Hadwin's going to make the Masters, and then he won the week before. Yeah, and they had to call. Yeah, they had to call the. Uh, they had to call the wedding off. <laughs> That's pretty stupid, though. Like, when you have like con- like you're a golfer, Gabe, don't you have enough confidence in yourself not to book your wedding on Masters that you might actually qualify like that's just golf 101 so isn't you're it? saying yeah cleveland brown players get married super bowl weekend i won't be so busy. yeah i was saying wow they did a good job of keeping the baby <laughs> out of the news i didn't know about the baby that, that, that's, that's right. why they were getting married yeah i got a bastard with you. child yeah, yeah bastard child. <laughs> <laughs> <like> the, uh... <laughs> <laughs> It's like, what's the deal with Robert Kraft, a 38-year-old chick, yeah. right? That's the fact yeah, what's, do you think he? Do you think he still produces enough for those streamers, or did someone? Uh, he's so rich, he probably had. Yeah, he's probably got some so special kind yeah. of pump or something, Tony. Yeah. What well, did Julian right. Edelman pinch hit one night? Well, that's what I'm thinking. Edelman pinch hit one night. I'm thinking Gronkowski. Yeah, Gronk tapped him in at the keg party. Yeah. <laughs> so. Can you imagine, though, no, think about that. Kraft's girl, she's 38 years old, and Correct. she wants to have a threesome, right? And he has all those football players that he pays. Like, that would be a tough situation. Yeah, it would lead, um, lead to him wanting to cut the guy after yeah. and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah she, she liked you a little too much. You're gone. That's really, that's really what brought Donald Sterling down. Now, listen, yes. I'm not saying Donald Sterling's the greatest guy in the world, but he wasn't like a raving racist or anything. He's doing this chick, and he basically got pissed that she was doing Magic Johnson, too. Yeah. 
Right. And, yeah, you know, rich guys, they like their trophy wives to be their trophy uh, mistresses and stuff. Just just a comment, Marenzi. I've never seen a guy who had full-blown AIDS look as good or live like Magic Johnson. Like, is he some kind of Illuminati or something like that? Like, he's not he's even Superman. getting – He is. He's not even getting younger. I'm looking at him going, HIV. what the hell's going on? Sorry, sorry, sorry. HIV. Yeah. But yeah. still, like, would you not say, like, it's crazy how good he looks. You know what? I have a I have a comedian friend that does this joke, and so uh, it's not my joke, people. Okay. Yeah, once Cam uh, brought does... magic and HIV, I was like, oh boy, what's Tony going to say? I know. So he has a friend. Sorry, buddy. He, he goes, wouldn't it be such a letdown if Magic Johnson got hit by a bus by right now? <laughs> like he's outlived AIDS. I know he has. It's unbelievable. There was a radio host who got fired who uh, went off on a big thing that uh, he never had it. It's a big. It was a it's big, big conspiracy. Yeah. All right, we'll get make that up. Of all the things to make up in the world, I woke up one day. Yeah, I'm gonna pretend I have AIDS. How insane is that? To uh, stop the uh, the uh, rampant use of uh, unprotected sex, Tony. <laughs> Damn. I don't know if it's true. You work for Sheikhar Durex. I don't know if it's true or not, but I think he says that it was that porn star Heather Hunter. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Be on TV at all. Lineup block live. Yeah. Red Heat and Rage Radio. Every time I hear ZZ Top Gabe, I want to party. Tony Sakata's upset. Masters television coverage doesn't start till 3 o'clock Eastern on Thursday. He's right. I don't know. That's uh, that's that's normal, isn't it? The game started at 8.30. The yeah, guys are teeing off at 8 o'clock. We can usually watch the golf yeah. channel or get it online at PGATour.com. That's like, he, the, Daytona, how that's like the, the Daytona 500. You can't watch the first 100 laps, Tony. <laughs> like, they advertise insane. all season long, and they, you join the Super Bowl in the second quarter. It's pretty stupid. <laughs> it is like, stupid. It's here's the how biggest golf tournament is, of the though. year. On Friday, that means you won't watch live. Phil Mickelson, Ricky Fowler, Matt Kucha, that will be off. Justin Rose, Dustin Johnson, Rafael Cabrera, Bello, Jordan Spieth, Alex Norman, and Louis Ustazen. All those guys will be golfing first thing in the morning on Friday. Yeah, and guys who are in contention for the tournament. That's what they do. They're going to put a highlight package together with a couple shots. It's ridiculous, man. In today's day and age, and that's the thing. Like, so this is a major game. You can watch the British Open from like five o'clock in the morning till mid afternoon. Like, I don't understand how the Masters is the most popular one of the majors, yet it has the least television coverage. Good on you guys. Like, right. Get with the program. Let me uh, let me share. I have. Uh... I need one more golfer. Okay. I've got five guys, and I've got $6,900 left, uh, Tony and Cam. So uh, we'll start off. I've got Paul Casey. I think Paul Casey's going to win the tournament. I've got Bubba Watson. Paul Casey, $8,800. Bubba Watson, $8,700. Nice. 
Justin Rose, nice. ninety two hundred. Love your team. I've got a dream team here. These, are, these guys are solid. Rose has its stored. Hideki Matsuyama, eighty four hundred dollars. Adam Scott, eight thousand dollars, which leaves me sixty nine hundred dollars. These the are my options. Head. Yeah, there's a real good. There's two real good sixty nine hundred to me. Kevin it's Chapel. Chapel and Steele. I was going to say Chapel and DeChambeau. Uh, DeChambeau's either hit or miss, man. He he could yeah. be right That's in the there. Thing. He could be he could be hit. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think, think he's from well. the area. I'm going to look this up now. Yeah, we went to college at he went to college at SMU. Going Maybe he's to from the Georgia. chapel of love. Is that the song? Yeah, going to the chapel and the, we're the chapel of love. Oh yeah, going to get married. Yeah. The, the chapel of love. I think that's the place right across the street from the stratosphere. Exactly. On the strip in Vegas. You called <laughs> Actually, it, buddy. No, he's from California. He's a California he kid. Yeah. Who do Actually, you know who's from Augusta? Charles Howell the Third is from Augusta, Georgia. Oh. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'll go to the chapel. So. I think I got a solid team here. Paul Casey, Bubba Watson, Justin Rose, Matt Siama, Adam Scott, and uh, we team. go to the chapel. Yeah, go to the chapel, buddy. I think Kevin Chapel's been good recently. At That's the a, a solid. I, I like this uh, roster. Tell Tony your parlay too. Your international parlay. Oh, this I listened is a good, to this it last a good night. One. Yeah, last night. Uh, this is as racist as it can get, man. As uh, we can break it down now by, uh, I love it. What the uh, the international uh, international yeah, parlay? Yeah, because yeah. somebody. <laughs> what's, what's, what's racist what's about, about it? About it? I, I want to treat all my golfers the same. I don't, you know. No, you don't want to separate them in classes. Yeah, I don't want. Yeah, no, you, see, you, I, my me that's playing. That's how you do. That's how you make the money, Tony. No, like, this is, we're showing. <laughs> we got to find like, an edge. Yeah, like, we're showing our, um, you know, we're showing our uh, our support for international yeah. friendship. We're, we're global friendly. Yes. We're global friendly, yes. <laughs> I, I'll go with you here. I'm not sure. There's you know, honestly, golf. Tony, I shouldn't even bring this up, but it did catch my eye as well here. So I will say. <laughs> there were 11 will, golfers say, from listen, Georgia in this you tournament. See, you see, like, top Australian, top Canadian, top Englishman, yep. top German, top Japanese. But it just says top Chinese. And I was thinking, well, I guess, yeah, because, you know. There's only a couple guys. Everything else, they put, like, men at the end. Like, oh, no, it just says top Chinese. Top Chinese, yeah, and it, it sounds say, awkward. It doesn't yeah, say top a, Chinese golfer or man. No, well, that's yeah. it. It's not going to say top Chinese man, right? Like, so I was like. How about top Chinese golfer? I, I, even the guy that, like, wrote it, I thought, yeah, I guess he was kind of <laughs> thinking, how do I do this? So it's like top Australian, top, uh, top Canadian, top Englishman, top German. Uh, top uh, GB in Ireland. And I just like top Chinese. Top Chinese. <laughs> top Chinese. <laughs> That's awesome. Top Chinese. That's the restaurant Cam orders from all the yeah, time. Yeah, it's very good. Very, very, very good. busy tonight, Mr. Stewart. Oh, yeah, well, Mr. Cameron, very busy. Very busy. I always love try to fleece them with the extra chicken balls and shrimp, too. And then the they Chinese want to restaurants soup. are so effed up that they can't even get their own names anymore. They call all call each other now walk and roll. Everyone's walk and roll. Like, that's yeah, mine's, cool. That's true. Walk and roll or mine's King Asian. <laughs> King Asian. Yeah, they're the kings. Yeah, King Asian Chinese. It's amazing. Great, great, great the stuff. The local Chinese restaurant around here is called... Uh, Bamboo Buddha. Yeah, the Bamboo Buddha. It's pretty good, actually. Yeah, it's a little exp- No, I'm sorry. A little pricey. I mean, it's, it's 10 bucks. Nah, you can do better than that. It should be cheaper. We're not We're not, uh, We're not. not in the sticks here, Cam, uh, with the strip mall Chinese places yeah, here. I'm sorry, we, there's no King Asia. I, I do live in the this sticks. Is not, this is so. a high-rent district. <laughs> 
everything in this area. I, I went for pad thai at that dead damn place. It's like 20 bucks. What a scam. Seems pretty trendy for you, pad thai. It's delicious. All right. Uh, so let's jump in uh, here. Dan Daly's going to join us in a couple of minutes. We'll continue the golf conversation. But, Tony, uh, and uh, when Dan comes on, feel free. I sent you, uh, I know, Tony, you yes. saw the column that Dan uh, wrote. So you can just yes. sort of use that as a guideline, throw golfers at him. But I'll throw these guys at you right now, Tony. Go rapid fire so we'll get to as many names. Rory McIlroy, 10 to 1. I'm not buying. You know, there's, he's. it's always, oh, you know, if he putts, he can't miss and this and that. But I, I'm not taking him. Not enough value at 10 to 1 with me for Rory. I think there's too many golfers in this tournament that have a chance to win that I've disregarded all the upper tier except Justin Thomas. Spieth hasn't showed me enough. Cam, Rory, Spieth. DJ, what do you think of all these eleven to one guys? Justin Thomas. I can't lie to you. Since we're doing, I, I'm I'm betting Rory McIlroy. I I also got him at the good side of the number at twenty two when he was playing poor golf. But uh, Rory's eleven to one. I think Rory McIlroy wins the Masters and completes uh, the Career Grand Slam. That's my pick out of the out of the big guys. Cam I like says the best. he wins. Who are you saying that wins the tournament, uh, Tony? Oh, it, to me, it's easy. It's Bubba Watson. He's playing my unbelievable. He's won this, to one. Yeah, he's won this thing twice. He's he's playing better than he ever has. Gabe, on some sites, I've seen Bubba as high as twenty-two to one, which is nuts. I think Bubba's going to be in the mix as well. I got him oh, at twenty Bubba. to one. Yeah, me too, Tony. Yeah, twenty, twenty, and twenty, twenty-one to one. Yeah. All right, Dan yeah. Daly steps up and in and joins us uh, right now. Great stuff, Dan. It's uh, been too yes, long, sir. my friend. How you doing? <laughs> Thanks for joining us, buddy. I'm wonderful. How are you? I know it's a long time between the last major and this major. Been a while. That's- that's what I said. I said we speak to Dan all the majors. Yeah, exactly. so this is the longest distance uh, in between. But I really, uh, I really appreciate you joining us on short notice. You can read Dan's call up uh, in the golf uh, section of VegasInsider.com, and it's it's a great read as always. So we'll get down to business right now, Dan. Uh, you know, I'm Gabriel Morenci, obviously. My buddy Cam Stewart and Tony Sincata's on the line uh, with us. They'll fire off some questions at you, but. The first thing I noticed that we, me and the boys were just talking about Rory uh, McIlroy, and the first thing I noticed is no Rory for you this year, Dan. No, I'm Rory now. I, I've, I've bet on that too many times and gotten burned too many times by the putter. I mean, I know he putted out of his mind at the Arnold Palmer, but I just don't see that happening again. Yeah, you know, I, I know. It. Sorry, Tony. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, Dan, you uh, know what I love, too, when you're breaking down the big guys there, you're talking about John Rahm, and you put temperament of a three-year-old. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's the thing. Like, at Augusta, you can't get frustrated. You got you got, you, you need that temperament. Even though Rahm's a killer, I just don't think it's the right tournament for him. Uh, I like your take there. Well, I followed him around a few holes at the WGC in Austin not too long, a couple of weeks ago. And, I mean, they show a lot of it on TV. I saw it in person for the first time. It's unbelievable. It's the worst temperament I've ever seen by a professional golfer. You know, I, it's very interesting, and it's hard to argue your point here. Sergio Garcia, you don't like him. You say, oh, let's start. He was 0 for 73, then he won. What's the chances he's going back to back? That's great reasoning, and uh, it's hard to argue against that. Well, and he has a newborn baby. Anybody with a kid knows. I don't care how much help you have. You've got a you got a two three week old uh, kid at home. It's tough, man. You, you, it's tough to play in a major championship, much less get up and go to work. So, I think there's a lot of factors going against Sergio this week. But I'm, you know, he won last year. He's playing pretty decent. I, I you know, I, it, it's not a terrible bet. I just I wouldn't take it. I don't I don't like him going two for two in the Masters after oh for seventy three in his first majors. 
I, he's been playing well. I get the feeling that he'll be in the mix and he'll play well and he might be finished seventh or eighth. Just not win. But winning back-to-back yeah. is is a big task. So is there, you know, you look at the guys here. You got Rory at 10-to-1, Spieth in the 10-to-1 range, DJ in the 11-to-1 range, Justin Thomas in the 11-to-1 range, and then you got Tiger Woods. Spieth really is sort of the forgotten guy coming in uh, into this tournament this week. It's all about Tiger Woods uh, right now. What are you expecting from Spieth, uh, Dan? You know, it's hard for me to bet on a guy that's 183rd in, in the tour and putting uh, at Augusta National. Now, the caveat to speak is if he if he starts making a few this week in the practice round and he kind of gets comfortable again, I mean, the putting display he put on in 2015 and even 2016, I mean, it, it was uh, – it was I've never seen anything like it out there. And, and so you never know. I mean, he, he gets hot with the putter again. He's secretly one of the best iron players in the world that people just don't realize because everybody is obsessed with his putting. But he, his putter is, is just been ice cold. I think he led the field in three putts in Houston. Uh, you know, you can't do that and win the Masters. So I, we'll know pretty early on how well Spieth's going to do for the week, probably middle of, middle of around Thursday. Now, here's a great, here's a great uh, piece of information uh, from Dan's uh, column. And, Dan, I was talking about how Tong Lee – Earlier in the program, I'm going to play a parlay with uh, Adam Hadwin to beat Mike Weir as the top Canadian. I'm going to put Hideki Matsuyama to be the top Japanese uh, player. And I got Hao Tong Lee against uh, Lin uh, to be the top uh, the top, uh, Chinese, the top player. Chinese player as well. But this is this is really, really interesting uh, here. The last two Dubai Deserts Classic winners, Willett and Sergio Garcia, Ooh. both went on to win, win the, the Masters. Masters. That's crazy. Wow. It is. It is. And uh, I mean, you know, there's there's no there's no rhyme or reason behind it. It's just a random statistic that I thought was kind of fascinating. But he's 125 to one for a reason. <laughs> well, I like about that's my really that's be, no, that's a late. wicked fact, though. Like that. Well, that's that's really weird. I saw I saw a stat from Justin Ray this week saying that the last six Masters champions, uh, Dan, have all been ranked top seven coming into Masters week uh, on uh, strokes gain T T to green. And one of the guys that caught my, you know, was sort of the usual suspects uh, there. But I don't want to scare you, man. But I like Paul Casey. And I'm not the golf expert uh, that you guys are. But, I, you know, I've been betting on golf a long time. And he was the one that I just coming, kept coming back to. He was part of, the, you know, the, the, the top seven in the, in, the, in the strokes gained. You look at, you know, his form right now, uh, his, his record, his track record here, T6, T4. Sixth place finish in his last three starts uh, here. Uh, as you mentioned, behind Spieth and Rose, nobody in the last five years has been better nope. average on this course. There's not, you know, to me, there's, there's nothing not to like about Paul Casey here. I don't want to scare you, Dan, but I like him as well. <laughs> He's my guy this week. Uh, you know, I, to, to all the points you just said, I mean, he, his iron play is is about as good as anybody in the world, and he's very comfortable in the course. You know, I think the win at the Valspar really helped uh, for confidence purposes. You know, kind of got that monkey off of his back. He's been playing well. I, you know, I, like I said, I just I think with all the big guns, the anticipation of this year's Masters, and rightfully so, I just you know wouldn't shock me to see somebody that's still really good. But not the big six, seven, eight guys that everybody wants to see win it. And I, you know, I, I don't know that if Casey gets in a match, you know, last group down the down the stretch, I don't like him as much as if he can go out, you know, maybe two, three groups out ahead, get a little bit of a cushion, kind of post a number like he did at Alspar, 
and and let those guys try and catch him and and, and see if his number ho- holds up. That's I, I think he's a little bit better of a of a uh, of a bet if if he goes out if he's near the lead and, and takes the lead as opposed to being in the last group. But if you told me right now I could have Paul Casey in the last group Sunday. I'm not going to say no. Great point, uh, Dan. I, I agree the same thing with Casey. But you know what he'll drive you nuts, Marantzian? I bet this guy all the time. He's actually one of my favorite golfers. His putting could be so subpar. Like, I'm talking four-footers, five-footers. That's the thing. If he could just putt average, like be around the middle of the field with his iron play, he has a great chance to win this golf tournament. He's in my six-pack, too. But, man, sometimes watching Paul Casey putt will put you uh, in the in the poorhouse and also age you to 20, 30 years. I, I got two stud golfers with poor course history. How much do you yep. take into account of course history? Ricky Fowler, he's got two top 35s in his last six starts here. And Henrik Stenson hasn't broken par in the first or second round since 2013. And he doesn't have a top 10 in 13 starts. So Stenson and Fowler, two of the top golfers in the world, never played well here. What do you do with these two guys? Of the two of those, I like Stenson a lot more. I think his forms a lot. I, I just I'm I don't I won't bet on Ricky Fowler anymore, especially not at Augusta. I mean, he he may be a good Thursday Friday matchup bet, uh, but Saturday once 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 the the weekend rolls around, whether it's Augusta or anywhere else, I'm just I, I'm not a big fan of Ricky Fowler. I, I love the guy, I'm just not a fan of betting on him. Uh, everybody loves him. I saw a stat the other day that said he was the most cash player at the windows so far this week in Vegas. Now that may have changed outside of Tiger, of course. Wow. Um, and I, I just, I find that just fascinating. I don't, He's I don't, like the rich, I don't you know get, what? I don't get it though. Guys, yeah. Dan, I know you, you know, you're a football guy too, Dan. It's like when I lived in Vegas, I remember even though Alabama won every year, the Westgate casino, the super book, it's like every year they take more money on a USC Trojans yeah, to win a national championship than every other team combined. It's the same thing. It's, he's like the USC Trojans. He is. He's, he's like a popular guy dude with hot cheerleaders exactly. around him. And exactly. everyone buys into it, Dad. <laughs> yeah, no, I, it's a great analogy. And what and I agree with, I, I just don't get it. I don't get it at all. And the only way Ricky Fowler will ever win a major championship is if he does it the same way he won the TPC Sawgrass Tournament. And that's with no pressure on him, an hour ahead of the leaders. And he goes out and he shoots like a 64 or 65, posts a number and see if it holds up. But you get him in the last two or three groups in a major championship, especially at Augusta, I just – I could be wrong. I just – it's never happened before. I just don't think it will happen. Not, not unless something changes with him. Dan, I love the picks. And uh, but, but your dark horse, Alex Noren, when you talk about form, one of the top golfers this year, this guy's wicked. You, you saw him. He could dominate in Europe here. Lost in a playoff to Jason Day. He's 40, 45 to 1. And your crazy long shot, I'm going with two. I got this guy at 115. Rafa Cabrera Bayo. Talk about uh, these two guys as your uh, dark horse and long shots. Bayo, I love. I also love Bayo at plus 750 for a top 10. Um, Bayo is probably the least known golfer in the top 25 in the world. I think he's 21, 22, somewhere in there. He's one of the better iron players in the world. And when he gets hot with the putter, which he does on fast greens, I mean, you know, he hits his driver all over the map. But at Augusta, you can get away with that more than most courses. And you give me a guy at 100 to 1 or 115 to 1 that, that strikes his irons as well as he does and putts as well as he does on fast greens, I'll take my chances all day long. Uh, Norin, on the other hand, you know, I think is a very solid play. Neither of those guys have a bunch of a track record at Augusta, which I don't love betting on guys without much of a track record. But I think Norin's solid from T Green, and, and I think at 40 to 1, he's a very solid play.
If you can hang in here, Dan, we're just going to take a, a very, very quick uh, break. We'll be right back. We'll talk about Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson, and some of the other old school big names that are making headlines coming into Augusta. Game Time Decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio continues. If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. Lineup Lock Live, Game Time Decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio. I'm Gabriel Morenci, Cam Stewart, Tony Sincata, Dan Daly uh, with us. You can read Dan's column uh, over at VegasInsider.com. Great website, uh, VegasInsider.com. So, uh, Dan, you know, at least we went uh, we went uh, 10 minutes without talking about Tiger Woods, which is about uh, <laughs> 9 minutes and uh, 48 seconds longer than anybody else can when they're talking about the Masters uh, here. Are you taking him as a legitimate threat? Do you think that Tiger Woods has a legitimate chance of winning this weekend? Wait, Tiger's playing this week? <laughs> uh, I do. I, I, I yeah, you didn't hear it. It's I like the, it's the biggest story since Jesus was resurrected. Like, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's I, fitting yeah. it's April week because I think Tiger resurrected yeah, on right. Monday too. Uh, I, I think you have to take him serious. I mean, I think his odds are incredibly watered down. I mean, I've talked to – a couple of people in Vegas. So that mean, I think the real number on him would be somewhere in the 19 to 1, 18 to 1 range. But I mean, they're going to get the same amount of bets on him at 8 to 1, 9 to 1, and 10 to 1 as they would at 19 to 1. So why would you give it away? Um, I, I think anybody that's won it four times and, and is, you know, the, the thing that stood out to me is if you look, in, I think it's inside of 50 yards, 25 yards, whatever they number they use to, uh, proximity to the hole for chipping and pitching he's number one on tour and his putting while the statistically isn't great i mean if you've watched him putt over the last couple of months it's it's incredible and he's got a new shaft in his driver which may or may not help that but everything else his iron play in his short game is just absolutely on fire and and that's what you need at augusta and the guy knows the course outside of jack nicholas probably better than anyone in the world so do i take him seriously Absolutely, I do. But I want to see him in contention in a major. And as I said in my article, as stupid as that sounds for a guy that's won 14 majors, he's been out of it for a while, and I want to see how he does. I love him at Shinnecock in in June, by the way. Bubba Watson, uh, interesting. Uh, You talk about Augusta there, Dan. Left-hander's done well. Mike Weir, Bubba Watson a couple times. Dan's favorite player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually funny because I'm betting him, but I feel the same way. Like, I love what you say, Dan. He's a hard guy to like. Like, I'm not a real big fan of him, but when I got him at 20, I'm like, you know what? The problem is Bubba Watson, the way he shapes that driver, if he hits a couple putts, you know he's going to be there. But, uh, yeah, you're you're not a big fan of Bubba Watson, are you? He's got anxiety disorders, guys. Leave him alone. He just needs medication. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i mean look you know all things aside at 20 to 1 i think he's a pretty good bet i really do i mean i don't blame you at all uh i i can't stand the guy but for whatever reason they designed a golf course you know 85 years ago that just absolutely fits his eye and it, it you know he's won twice for a reason although the one stat that jumped out at me that, that, that was fascinating to me was outside of his two wins 
he doesn't have – it's not like he's finished second, third, fourth, fifth, like Casey and BJ and those other guys, Rose, Nicholson. He's either won or been completely out of contention. Um, so, uh, you know, unfortunately, if I had to bet on those two this week, I'd, I'd lean towards winning more than I would being out of contention as well as he's played. But he's not a bad bet, that's for sure. Yeah, Tony, you got two... someone for him? You want to you wanna ask yeah. about somebody? He only has two top 35 since uh, 2009, so you're definitely right on the money there. Yeah, what about these first-time golfers? Uh, I like Shoffley, but he's never played the course before. What kind of shot does he have t- to uh, play well and maybe nail a top 10 on a first time at this course? Well, he's good. I, Cantley is the one I would look at. Patrick Cantley of, yeah. the, of the younger guys that have never played the course. I mean, you know, you've got to go back to 79 with Fuzzy Zeller as the last time a, a first-timer won there. And there's a reason for it. I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, as much as I hate John Rahm, he had a great quote yesterday. He said, if there's 5,000 ways to play a normal golf course, there's 50,000 ways to play Augusta. And I think until you learn that, it's just, I, you know, you'd have to catch lightning in a bottle and you're going up against, unlike most golf courses, Augusta specifically, I think it requires a couple of years and a couple of times around the track to really understand it and take advantage of it. Um, I think Xander is a really good young player, and I think he'll, you know, he could he could do well this week. But I think that uh, of those younger guys that have never played it, I like Cantley more more than I like Xander this week. DeChambeau is another guy I like for a top ten play this week. He played well there as an amateur. He's been playing really well. The way he shapes the ball, I think analytics and all that aside, I think that uh, DeChambeau could, I don't think he's going to win by any stretch, but I think he's a pretty good matchup play and a pretty good uh, top 10 play at around, you know, five, six to one. I want to ask you about Dustin Johnson. Uh, We were talking about him earlier and uh, we were kidding. And actually I see, you know, the same thing that you're right. Since his slip one day, the real story will come out, (laughs) whatever that story is. I don't know. We were kidding at TerezeOwens.com actually stated he pulled something having sex. But who who knows what the real the real story is. But on a more more serious note, last year people were ready to hand him the green jacket before the tournament started. And oftentimes we've seen this already a couple of times on tour. There's no way DJ can't lose. All he has to do is show up and, and he wins uh, this tournament. But as you write, a lot has changed with his game between in the last 365 days, uh, Dan. Uh, tell us about the changes you see and the uh, the red flags that you see about his game coming into the weekend. Well, it's funny you say that. As the week has gone on, Dustin Johnson to me has become a little bit more of a uh... – of a, of a good bet, in my opinion. I didn't take him, but nobody's talking about him. He's the number one player in the world, and I think he got he got knocked out at the WGC match play uh, by some guys that were playing hot. He's kind of come in under the radar, if that's even possible for a guy like him. And, you know, his wedge play is what concerns me. If you had to put a red flag up, uh, it hasn't been nearly as sharp as it was last year and even, even the early parts of this year. But I saw something. I'll try and rattle this off as quick as I can. But Dustin Johnson is the number one player on tour in birdie average, par four scoring, par five scoring, birdie conversion percentage, three putt avoidance, putting average, total distance, strokes gained total, and strokes gains off the tee. Number one in every one of those categories on the PGA Tour in 2018. That's pretty salty. 
<laughs> That's scary. I'll tell you what. The prices have never been this soft for a tournament if you guys are playing DFS. I have a lineup with Dustin Johnson, and, and, and you can you can round out these golfers, and you can tell me which ones don't belong. I have Cantlay, which we talked about, Terrell Hatton, Dustin Johnson, Zach Johnson, who's from Georgia, plays well there, Matt Kucha, Hideki Matsuyama. There's no other tournament you can get that many quality golfers in it, but we can do it this week at the Masters. I got all those golfers, and I still got 300 bucks left over. Hatton is the only one that I make sure I'm not totally sold on. I think the rest of Matsuyama, I mean, again, it's all about his putting. Um, you know, the guy just, and he's got a, he's, he had a wrist injury early in the year that he yep. seems to have, have uh, you know, overcome. I mean, he made seven birdies in his match in the second round of the WGC, so he's clearly hitting the ball well. Um but the, the rest of those guys, I mean, to your point, it's, it's, I mean, I forget what my lineup is, but I, I looked at it and I was in shock that I could get six really quality guys at the field. I mean, the field's 85 people. I mean, it's the smallest yeah. field they've had in years. So, I mean, I think they've got to water it down a little bit so that it's reasonable as opposed to the normal 144-man field. I wanted to ask yeah. you about Adam Scott, and as you write, remember him? He's on the don't don't like list, Brad. He's yeah, good looking, yeah. good looking fellow from Australia, a guy with a green jacket in the closet. Uh, Adam Scott and Cam asked me blindly. He said, "What do you think Adam Scott's odds are?" And I said, "I don't know, 25, 30 to one." He's like, "No, it's 60 to one right now, 55, 60 to one." Tony, you have something about Adam Scott, but yeah, it's about about the putting, but. We know he has a game, right? Yeah, I mean, Tony, he's what do you think about him, Scott? He's in, the, he's in the surfing and scuba diving. <laughs> he's distracted. <laughs> yeah. What's your take on Scott, Dad? I think Vegas answered the question for you. Why is Adam Scott 60 to 1 to win the Masters? I mean, you know, it's like when you get a football line and you look at it and you're like, how is this team a seven point underdog? They shouldn't yeah. be a seven point underdog. You know, I mean, Adam Scott shouldn't be 60 to one at any golf tournament he plays in, but he is, and he is for a reason. And and it's just as simple as, as the guy can't putt. And I don't care how good you hit it. I mean, I bet on Rory last year at the PGA championship. And I mean, he hit it to 10 and 12 feet all week long and just can't make it. And then the second you get in trouble and you've got to make a putt to bail you out, you just have no shot at it. And, and, I mean, Scott's been doing that for years. I mean, the one year that he won the Masters, he had that long putter, and he got real hot with the putter, and that was it. And I just – I haven't seen any signs of that so far this year, unfortunately, for him. All right, Dan. So, before we get you out of here, Dan does like it. You can read his full column with analysis on various golfers at VegasInsider.com. You've got Paul Casey as your winner. You've been dropping some knowledge on us as far as top ten plays here and there. Are there a couple of props, and we have a lot of gamblers tuning in right now, are there a couple of props that catch your eye the most for a top 10, a T20, or any other prop that we should take a look at? I'm going to fail you right now. I have not done my prop bets yet. Uh, well, when I say prop, no, when I say prop, I mean a T10 even. Yeah. Like that, yeah, I'm not, not no exotics yeah, I mean, here, I but like, even a top I 10. Like, uh, I like Cabrera Bayo as top 10 at 7.5 to 1. Um, I took Casey, obviously, top 10 and top 5. Um, I think Tigers even money or money even be 105 at uh, at a top 10. Uh, you know, Phil I, Phil and Rose. The one guy we haven't talked about is Justin Rose. I think he's a really solid play this week. Um, you know, I, I I like your play with Matsuyama as the low uh, 
the low whatever he is. Uh, the, the amateur from uh, Gom from Texas, I like him as the low amateur. Um, I don't know what the what the odds are on it. Really, to gone from um, Texas. Huh? Let me get the low amateur. Well, he went to the here. University of Texas, so I'm a little biased there. But he won the. Uh, he's the uh, U.S. Amateur Champion. I like him for low amateur. Um, you know, for low first timer, uh, I like Cantley. Although, is he low first timer because he played as a? Anyway, I'd have to look. But if Cantley's low, if if he's on the board as low low first timer, I like him. Um, so what is it? He was, yeah, he was low amateur. Cantley. I'm seeing plus three 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 for uh, for for the Longhorn right now. Plus Ooh, three three. That's good uh, to be the top amateur. Neiman's plus one twenty five. And what is it? Is it gone? You said because I see it's G H I M, right? Yeah, it's it's pronounced. Yeah, it's pronounced funky. But anyway, I like, yeah, yeah, take him as, I, I like him as low amateur. Wow. I'm going to listen to you on this one. I'm swinging for the fences. I'm hopping <laughs> in. That's why I asked you. I'm going to jump in. Plus three three three. Nice. What is he? Third? Is he the third shortest odds or second? He's the second uh, top amateur. He's the second one. Uh, Joaquin uh, yeah. Neiman is the first one. Then, uh, then Doug yeah. gone, and then uh, Doc Redmond plus four fifty, Harry Ellis plus seven hundred, Yuxin yeah, Lin. I think it's a good bet at three and a half to one. I do. Um, you know, I, again, I, I, I think that uh, your top twenty is kind of your top ten bets. You're getting pretty good on Rose and Nicholson. Uh, Tiger. I mean, you know, that's even money. Again, I think that's just a watered down number. So take that at your own risk. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I mean. Those are my top. I took Deshambo as a top ten bet. I mentioned that earlier. I like him as a as a kind of a little bit of a wild card top ten. Um, but those are my prop bets so far. All right. Lastly, we got to get out of here. But lastly, we you know you mentioned we didn't talk about Rose. We didn't really talk about Phil either. Oh, yeah. lefty. Uh, what's what's your take quickly on Phil Mickelson on the way out here? If Tigers knows the course better than anybody, Phil's a very close second and. Just something that switches with that guy when he gets to Augusta, and and that's on bad years. You get, I mean, his run on the West Coast and then following up with a win at the WGC in Mexico. I mean, the guy's hot, and he's going to his favorite place in the world. And Tiger, and, and, Dan, and Tiger being back, I can see he's almost yeah, rejuvenated yeah, exactly. him. Exactly. Saw him at a press conference. It's great, and yeah. like it, it gets his competitive spirit going. That's his rival, right? Like it's almost oh, he feels young again. I get that feeling. Absolutely, and there's no better Phil Mickelson than a cocky Phil Mickelson, and I mean that in a good way for him, because I'm not a big fan of his, but I mean, you get a cocky Phil Mickelson on a course that he loves and he's playing well, I, you know, 16 to 1, I took him at 16 to 1, I, I think he's a, I think he's a lock for a top 10. Um, I think 16 to one's pretty good odds to win, but I think he's a lock for a top 10. Dan Daly, you can read his column. VegasInsider.com. Just uh, click the golf icon. It's great stuff, uh, Dan. Uh, it's great to talk to you. Um, we hope uh, everything's going great up there in Dallas, Texas, and we'll definitely talk sooner rather than later, my man. Thanks for the time, Dan. I appreciate it. Look forward to speaking with you guys. Love to talk to you before the U.S. Open. There's a yeah. Dan Daly uh, with us. Uh, Tony, uh, Dan really knows his stuff. Great golf capper, this guy. Yeah, I actually, uh, I actually go to Vegas Insider each day, each uh, each and every week, and uh, and read that stuff. So I'm fired up about it. I'm telling you what, I'm actually going over right now some of the uh, golf matchups. I love the prop he talked about, the top Seriously, amateur one. I like that one too. So how do you pronounce? What is he said? Doug Gon? Gon? G H A N? Is it? Yeah. G H I N. In, but yeah. I guess it's Gon. He would know. Yeah, Dan. Dan's from Austin, Texas. 
I think he lives yeah. in Dallas. And he knows, he knows Spee's game. He knows the Longhorn here. He's the second guy. You're getting plus over plus 300. Plus 333. That's good value. I'm clicking this Doug God to be top can amateur. I, can I give you the picks, Morenci? I'll up. just fly a threat. So I got Rory to win at 11 and Bubba to win at 20. Other guys, Morenci in the six-pack. Paul Casey, 25. Hideki, 40. Poulter, 70. Cantlay, 100. We talked about him. Two bombs. Cabrera Bale, 115 to 1. Adam Hadwin, 175. Top 10s. Rose, plus 120. Rory, minus 120. Paul Casey, plus 187, Bubba plus 137, and Phil plus 150. Now value top tens. Poulter 5 to 1. Cantley 6 to 1. Cabrera Bayo 8 to 1. Hadwin 11 to 1. And I'm going to add DeChambeau from our buddy Dan as well. Those are the bets I got for the Masters, baby. Can't wait. What do you got, Tony? I'm going with Bubba Watson to win the thing at 20 to 1. Rafael Cabrera Bello 800 for 100 to come in top 10. And uh, I'm just going to go, and I'm going to take a little, little fly on Zach Johnson. He's from Texas. He's won there before, and I'm going to bet him as my long shot. God's friend. I'm going to give a three-pack. I like that. Three. I'm going to give a three-pack. Every rose has has it. I love love rose. I just can't bet every guy. Justin Rose, 14 to one. Bubba Watson, 16 to one. I'm on team Bubba. Bubba. I'm with you, Team Bubba. Bubblicious. Remember the gum? Yeah, I love Bubblicious. Bubblicious, baby. And uh, my true winner here, but, you know, a little bit of sprinkling here. And another wrong with betting these guys at 14-1. Justin Rose, 14-1. Bubba Watson, 16-1. And the winner of the tournament will be Paul Casey at 22-1. I like your three-pack. Good work, buddy. And my prop... My uh, the Marenzi five star Augusta 2018 prop of the year, Adam Hadwin to be top Canadian. All he's got to do is beat Mike Weir. Uh, how? Yeah, I just looked. Mike Weir's 2500. Watch Mike Weir. Watch Mike Weir win. If he beats Hadwin, I'll lose it. I remember last year though. I asked you about uh, Mike Weir, and you laughed too. I remember I said, will you send me to Hawaii if he wins? And you're like, yeah, yeah, I'll send you to Hawaii if he wins. <laughs> so, so yeah, Mike, uh, Adam Hadwin, top Canadian. Hideki Matsuyama, top Japanese uh, player. And uh, Tawa, how Tong Lee. And how about that stat? The last two Dubai winners went on to win a Masters. Who came in second in Dubai? Rory McIlroy. Ooh. Ooh, I like that. Ooh, Tony. Thank you. All right, so I guess we'll be on tomorrow at 4, right when the TV coverage starts. We'll get a rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, Tony. Thank you. Does your-